What is going on, broskies? Episode 2 here, kicking it back, talking sports with my main mans, Vinny and Chris. What's poppin', players? What's up? Ready to talk some sports because we have the hottest takes, even though sometimes people think they are the coldest takes. I am amped. And we are smart and intelligent, and we only make the right choices, right? Confidence, 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 confidence. Yep, that is right. <laughs> uh, so, it's almost Super Bowl. Uh, this, this Sunday is Super Bowl. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I'm kind of pumped to watch it, but at the same time, not watching your team in it is kind of iffy, but also watching Tom Brady again kind of pisses me off. Uh, but at the same time, like we talked about last time, Tom Brady is the absolute GOAT. Uh, but something I wanted to uh, – uh, what happened? At least you were, like, able to watch your team in it at some point. The last time Chris and I could have watched our team in the Super Bowl was 1969. Yeah. So. And the last time my team was in it, we lost on what we should have won, okay? so Yeah, but, but be, th- be thankful you, you actually saw it. You know, we, we never saw anything, so just be thankful. Right. It is pretty blessing to have, to watch we my team win. We the butt fumble, and that was a real thrill. Yes, I, w- I sat at the 50-yard line for the butt fumble. It's something I'm never going to forget. I watched Mark Sanchez run right into the, the ass cheeks of that lineman. Oh, that was sick. Yeah. Yeah, but, but Did Patrick that? Chung return that? Was that a Chung uh, return? Uh, I, I tried I to block know, that out. So I, know. I, I think it was some guy who wasn't even on the team. He's not, he was on the team like a year after that. So pretty sick. Patrick Chung like the best safety in football. Patrick no no cap. No cap. Anyway, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, go ahead. Uh, again, I mean, last year was the first year I really didn't care who won. Last year, like, for, in my Super Bowl watching days, that was the first ever Super Bowl. I'm like, I really right. don't care who wins. The 49ers, the Chiefs, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with Obviously, the I wanted the Chiefs because I hope the 49ers burn, but, yeah, I got uh, what you okay. mean. Uh, yeah, I'm picking understand. up what you're putting down. But, but this yeah. year, I think I'm on the same page, just maybe... I kind of want to see Brady win. I want Brady winning. Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> no, doing... I want Brady to win. I want Brady to win. No. I'm a little excited. I want it to be the passing of the torch now. Just give the torch to Mahomes and let him run the AFC for the next 20 years. I, I can't I can't stand Brady. I can't, I can't stand F watching that. anymore. Yeah, well, I can't stand watching Stephen Curry and LeBron either, but they're literally awesome, and I love watching them on TV, you know? That year where it was Curry and LeBron in the finals back-to-back-to-back, I wanted to kill myself. It sucked watching. But, like, it's just it's just watching greatness, you know? Yeah, Brady won his first Super Bowl, won his first Super Bowl when Mahomes was in kindergarten. I know, that's insane. (laughs) And and now they're playing (laughs) each other, so let that sink in. He was learning shapes at the time. He's trying to figure (laughs) out the difference between a square and a triangle while Brady's throwing 4,000 touchdowns a year probably. Bro, speaking of age, did you see that Gronk and Kelsey are the same age? Yeah, they're, they're that just, uh, was that mind blowing to you like it was to me. That, does, I, that to I, me I that's honestly, that's I, fake. That doesn't I, make sense. I, I thought Gronk was like thirty eight. <laughs> I thought Gronk. Yeah, Gronk looks like he's about to die, man. You guy, you know, and Kelsey looks like he's twenty six, first round pick. You know, from last year's draft. <laughs> yeah, he just you, looks you, so you, much it's healthier. Definitely, it's definitely clear that Gronk is definitely old, getting older because like no his body can't now, take he'll it. Get, he like he'll he'll take the hit and then like he'll just fall out of bounds. He used to just be running and running and running, dragging yeah. people. Yeah. Like in the AFC Championship, I think it was against the Colts, where he's literally just picking up players and running with them. <laughs> and when that one Super Bowl against the Giants, he's basically playing on three broken legs, even though he only had two legs. Like, he, he was shot. Does but. Rob Gronkowski get a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Are you are telling me that Brady's not looking for Gronk in the end zone in the biggest game of the year? Oh, yeah, yeah. No doubt. He's, he's going to get a touchdown. To me, I feel like the two tight ends in this game are going to be the biggest ben- uh, the biggest factors on each side. You know, because when the Chiefs are able to move the ball through Kelsey, uh, the, the offense just spreads wide out. You know, because you're always going to have a hitch and a corner defense on on Tyreek Hill. And then you, you, you're going to have to watch some kind of run game. And that leaves them. Have you, you, the middle of the field is always open. Have you watched the last five Chiefs games? Travis Kelsey is always wide open in the middle of the field. And then they do that stupid shovel pass that's three yards, and he just Kansas runs right into the end zone. Garbage. Yeah. Like, I mean, Kelsey's so good. Yeah, Kelsey's so good. Yeah, but I don't know how, how much of a role Gronk is going to play because he's kind of taking, like, a blocking role the last, like, you know, the last two playoff games and then at the end of the year. So I know, Exactly. Kind of, so if they could get him into the offense, you know, yeah, there's no, just another guy they need to keep an eye on because right yeah, now it's definitely. just Godwin. 
Evans, and then, you know, you're right about the blocking. You know, Cameron Brayton has been uh, the, the end zone threat uh, the past couple of past couple games but now you throw Gronk into the mix and now that if Gronk gets heavy into the offense now there's just some somebody else that she's have to scheme for on the spot yeah no yeah but I'm sure either way they're going to scheme for him whether he's a blocker or a pass catcher they're going to be ready for him so it's going to be interesting to see how they how they put him in the game plan yeah Kelsey, he really Kelsey, has Kelsey is a lock for 100 100 plus yards and yep. touchdown yep. that's a lock that's if you can make that bet hammer it hammer it Hammer it. That's a lock. Hammer the lines. Hammer the line. Hammer the line. That's an absolute lock. I promise you that. Gronk had the season exactly what I thought he would have. Like, he'd get a touchdown here and there, but he'd be as broken as I thought. He's, he's exactly what I thought he'd have. And this game, I think he'll have 55 receiving yards max. But I don't think he's going to be much of a factor. And I'm really excited to see Devin White, the linebacker, uh, for Tampa, on Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. That's Dude, I can't wait for Sorensen on Gronk. I love Sorensen. I don't yeah, know if you guys no, are a fan gonna, of Sorensen. They're not going to put him on Gronk. Ah, oh, Sorensen is so. He's he's too. He's like a Swiss Army knife. He could play safety. Men. He could play safety and linebacker, and there's like no difference. Where Jamal Adams could just play uh, blitz just boy. Play linebacker, yeah. Just play yeah. linebacker. Best linebacker, best undersized <laughs> linebacker in the league. <laughs> but so wait, you you think that the big. One player who's the biggest factor of this game that's gonna go either way. That's like this guy's freaking boom. Like you can't, like you can't not say Kelsey. Yeah, it's gotta be Kelsey. Okay. It has to. To, yeah. to me, it has to be Kelsey. I would see you know, throw Tyreek in Hill. Last time Tyreek Hill played the Buccaneers, he had 200 yards in the first half. Like ridiculous. But he was ice cold after that, where Kelsey just stayed consistent throughout the game. So to me, to me, it's it's gotta be Kelsey. I can agree with that. I think I'm going to – I think what really counts a lot here is Tampa's depth. They have a lot of depth at receivers. So it's going to be Scotty Miller and if oh, Antonio Scottie Brown Miller. plays. I think to, either one of those two can make a huge impact because, was it Kendall Fuller's the number one on uh, this Kansas City, the corner? Yeah. It'll be him and some other fucking sh schmuck. Uh, anyway, they have uh, a rookie. They're, they're, they're rookie is playing an awesome ball too right now. Yeah, but I think Scotty Miller and Antonio Brown just—it's just small little slot routes, just a little crossing. Legarius Sneed. Legarius Sneed's been playing lights out football. Legarius Sneed. I've never even heard of that guy. Oh, any he's playing lights out football, dude. Any relation to Willie Sneed? I have no uh, idea. <laughs> but what I was also thinking about—actually, no, Chris, tell us who, who who do you think first? Um, I would say, I think I'm gonna go Leonard Fournette because big you have, four. You have to keep. Mahomes off the field, and by doing that, you have to run the ball. You got to run the ball. Yep. And I know Tampa Bay is a big passing team. You know they like to get the ball downfield, but you have to slow the game down, and you have to, you have to, you know, uh, work the clock because if you don't, yeah. Mahomes gets back on the field, you, he's going to score. So you got to keep him off the field. And, you could uh, even just, uh, you could even throw Ronald Jones in there too, just because yep. uh, in the NFC Championship game, Fournette was you know hounding the the Packers, but Ronald Jones just couldn't get a yard. Couldn't yep. get a yard. They knew Five. that, and so he was done after like the second half, like the exactly. uh, second quarter. That, that, that's the thing with these two quarterbacks. Five years ago, it was like, oh crap! You gave Brady a minute. That's way too yeah. much time. Yeah. Brady, Brad you gave you gave Mahomes thirty seconds. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going with this. Oh, you gave Mahomes thirty seconds. Congrats! You just lost the fucking game. <laughs> thirty seconds and a timeout. I get, I will gladly put a hundred dollars down there. Mahomes is going to win the game. <laughs> I remember we were watching, what, the 2017 AFC Championship game or 2018? Uh, and, and we're looking at Dylan, and Dylan's like, oh, shit, Pat, uh, Pat's going to win. And we're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Pat's lost. Dude, Ugh. Brady's going to fucking come back right now. He's got 80 seconds left. No timeouts. He's going to win, and they fucking won. hand the Lombardi over to yeah. the other guy. Uh, so, yeah, but both those guys are, are insane on, on game-winning drives and intense pressure situations. Yep. And Chris, as as a Jets fan, would you rather see Darren Lee, former first round linebacker, pick for the Jets? <laughs> would you rather see him get his second Super Bowl, or would you rather see Steve McClendon and Todd Bowles get their first Super Bowl? <laughs> oh, and Le'Veon Bell! Don't forget about Le'Veon Bell. Uh, real superstars. This is the Jets. The Jets. He sucks, man. He sucks. <laughs> no, that's, that's a tough one. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Um. 
I really don't. Dude, it has to be Darren Lee, bro. No, Fuck yeah, Steve yeah. McClendon and yeah. Todd Bowles, bro. No, yeah. Dude, I'll, I'll go down they here. disrespected McClendon after, when they finished their Miami game. He didn't even go back on the plane. They're like, yeah, drive to Tampa. We just <laughs> traded you. Yeah. Yeah, but they, they sent it to a Super Bowl contending team. Like, yeah, I know. By the time they were what six and three or whatever. Yeah, but no, yeah. Todd Bowles the is getting head coach yet. interviews too. Todd Bowles is getting head coach interviews. Good. Like, I th I Let him run another he, organization to the ground. I know he, he had one in Philly, but but does that, every team has a head coach now. So I I don't see him leaving Tampa. He's gonna stay with Bruce Arians for another year in no. Tampa. No, but oh, he's staying. So is Byron Leftwich. Defense is his thing. He he can't be a head coach. He he wasn't a good head coach, and I think oh, if he stays as a, a defensive coordinator, that that's his bread and butter. That's where he's gonna succeed. In the in the coaching yeah. rank, so um, yeah. No, the, as a Jets head coach, post game interviews, Jets would get absolutely slammed like forty one <laughs> to three. Uh, coach Bowles, uh, what changes? What went wrong? We didn't make enough plays. You know, <laughs> we got to make more plays, and you know we have a great group of guys, and you know the amount of plays that they made, that we just got to make more plays, man. And He's so. They got to go I back to the I tape too to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that, that's, 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 that's <laughs> the tape, the tape, that's Adam Gase. Coach Gase, you just got, you're, you're 0 13, you're getting absolutely slammed at the end of the season. Yeah, well, uh, we're going to review the tape and we're going to see what we can do in practice. And, you know, we got to come out here each week. And I, I, I'm not worried about losing my job, but uh, yeah, we're going to look at the tape. Always got to look at the tape. I, I don't uh, know what tape they're watching. What tape are they watching? They watch like Barney on VHS. Like, you make this every week. Make no progress. They're watching game film from like a whole different year. When when Gase got uh, introduced as the head coach and he had you got that picture with his eyeballs, I just yeah. knew it was just going to be a disaster for the oh, Jets. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I, I texted James. I said, "This guy's a psychopath." <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I thought I thought he was going to be a good psychopath. Where like you know like sometimes like it's like you have a good football mind, but you're just like nuts. Yeah. But it just turned yeah. out that he was just a like Rob psychopath. Sala. Yeah. No, but Rob, Rob Sala Sala's isn't a psychopath. Nice. He's just like he looks like a psychopath. He does the way he screams on the field. Yeah, but he's he's a he's a good person. Like, but Gaze is just uh, belongs in like a a, a mental hospital. I also yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, going off the whole shitty head coach thing, which is what I also love about Mike McCarthy in Dallas. Every, that's the thing with Gaze. His players at least pretended to like him. I mean, some of them were like, yeah, Gaze is hey, like, yeah, he's a good coach. But a lot of them at least pretended to like him. Everyone in Dallas was just like. Yeah, McCarthy sucks. So I want out of here. <laughs> McCarthy doesn't know how to run a team. And McCarthy, well, what's the whole watermelon thing that he does? Like before a game, you'd smash the watermelon. Watermelon thing. He does. You hear about that? No. Before before a game, Mike McCarthy would smash like a watermelon in the locker room, and somehow that would get his team fired up, and they were actually winning games with it, which was actually it was a pregame ritual, which is absolutely absurd. Imagine uh, having to blow up a piece of fruit to get your team wanting to play for you. Uh, yeah, exactly, here. Uh, That's fucking horrible. <laughs> his, his quote when they asked him, why are you smashing watermelons? He goes, uh, stupid ad blocker. <laughs> he's, anyway, he's like, yeah, the key is to get your team riled up using, using the power of passion and fruit and getting them all mad. That's your method to win games? Your team, your team just watched Andy Dalton die on the field, and they're not even batting an eye. Andy Dalton's go is baking bread. Andy Dalton has CTE. He is officially a CTE. Oh patient. yeah, he had the wear, he had the toughest season. I feel bad for him. Dude gets knocked out with concussion. As soon as he's clear from concussion protocol, he gets COVID. <laughs> then he, he missed like another two weeks because of COVID. But Ben Denucci. Ben Denuch, the Paisan! Oh, that guy sucked, man. I wish him the best, though, but he sucked. Did you watch? You watched him play. The guy could. Uh, Kendall Hunt looked better than he did, and Kendall Hinton had what? A, a, a completion for negative yards and three picks? All right, that kid going, from Denver? You're going into the Super Bowl. Who would you rather have at uh, a quarterback? Ben Denucci. Don't even worry about the rest of the pieces. Just think about quarterback. Who would you rather quarterback? Ben DiNucci or John Wolford? Oh. John Wolford, bro. Yeah, He's got John a LinkedIn Wolford. page. He's got a LinkedIn? Who the 
cares if he has a LinkedIn page? I have a LinkedIn page. I'm not Yo. playing quarterback. <laughs> we're in a playoff I, game. Who, Walford? Yeah, didn't he win? No, oh no. He, no, he Goff no won. Yeah, he would have played. Jamal, Jamal Adams <laughs> blew him up, and he, and he, and he went to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was his yeah, favorite route. Let it. me run but to the hospital. I, I, think he, I, I think he played eight plays, and he sure as shit looked better than Ben DiNucci did than, and that's when he did that entire first half that he played. Yeah. Yeah, Goff's going to be a pro in Detroit, I'm telling you, man. Oh, man. What a trade that was. Now, I, if I'm the Lions, I am so pumped up for this trade. In all honesty, you get two pick, two first rounders, and you get Jared Goff, who was a number one overall pick. So, n- not not shining anything against Jared Goff there. Obviously, he hasn't been the superstar that we've thought he would be. Not thinking that we thought he'd be a fucking superstar. But as a number one overall pick, you, you have some baggage held over your head. Where Stafford, who was also a number one overall pick, who's had a pretty solid career in terms of numbers, but he just he just can't get a win in the playoffs. Whether it be him not being a Again, with the, with the pressure system o- over his head, or just having mm-hmm. the worst team around him at all times. Yeah. Like they couldn't even they couldn't win with Calvin Johnson, who was probably the best wide receiver I've ever seen play. But uh, but yeah, I think the lot the Rams are a solid contender now to win the NFC West. Rip my Seahawks, okay? We can't beat the Rams with Jared Goff. Now try to beat them with a potent pass offense, Matthew Stafford. We're fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the and the Lions, uh, you, you see what you get from uh, you see what you could get from uh, from Goff, but you still have two first round picks, like, and you got your pick coming up this year, two picks in this year's draft. I mean, you could probably make something out of nothing. Jared Goff at quarterback, I'm telling you, man, the NFC North has a new champion. Step aside, Rogers, watch out. Here comes Jared Goff. He's gonna take over. Rogers at the bottom, and you have Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. I don't even know what the deal is with Kirk Cousins. They just keep extending him, but then they keep saying they hate him. He's so good at going seven and nine and eight and eight. He's like flawless at it. He's so good at it. Yeah, he's a new Tony Romo. <laughs> what is he? That's <laughs> all. You're so right. You are so right, Chris. What do you do? He won, oh uh, my god! But he did win like two primetime games this year. Look at Jared. Yeah, Look at yeah. Kirk Cousins. He's moving improving. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, 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 no, the Lions, uh, to me, the Lions, I think the Lions won that trade, but the Rams are looking to win now, and Sean McVay looks like he finally got the guy he wanted. I, didn't, was, I don't think Goff was the guy. It was good for the Rams because it was a cap dump. <laughs> he was making so much money. You know, Goff they paid stupid amount of money. Stupid money, him and Gurley, and they're both off the team. So, you know, don't be afraid to extend those players if you're going to be able to get rid of them. That's I, I think that's what the Rams are thinking. That's what Sean yeah. McVay is thinking. Because the, the last first round picks the Rams have had has been, was Jared Goff, yep. and doesn't and doesn't look like they're missing those first round picks. Jordan Fuller mm-hmm. is going to be the best defensive players in football, and he wasn't a first round pick. Yeah, and now they don't have a first round pick till like twenty twenty four, so they're gonna have to make something out of nothing there in the draft. Their la- their last first round pick is the one they used to select Goff. Yes, yeah, what I just said. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I was. Thinking about, it's all right. I don't know, carrots. It's okay. You're too busy thinking about Todd Bowles. <laughs> oh, stop, man. I need him back on the Jets. Fire salad. Bring in, bring in Bowles. Bring in Bowles and Gase. Wow. What a combo that would be. Well, we could have uh, Salah as a head coach and then Gase offensive and uh, Bowles defensive coordinator. Oh, my God. Did that work? <laughs> I, 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 Rex Ryan I know, can do I special teams. I don't know if I'd be able to claim myself <laughs> as a Jets fan. I mean, it sucks that I am a Jets fan through all like this shit right now, but... If if we if they named Adam Gase the starting coach at the start of at the start of the twenty twenty one season, I I don't think I'd be able to watch. No, no, me neither. He just, he just said, I barely want to watch. I barely wanted to watch now, but yep. I don't. I know for a fact I wouldn't be able to watch. No, me neither. I I think I would become a. Uh, I don't even know what team I would root for, but I wouldn't root for the Jets. <laughs> I, Cincinnati, I'd, maybe. I'd root. I'd root wherever Kyle Trask goes. Kyle Trask, go What undrafted? <laughs> I, I would be a Chiefs fan if I wasn't a Jet fan. Fuck that! Oh my god! I'll just hop on the bandwagon. I deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> I've, watched, I've watched mediocrity for years. I deserve I've, it. I've so suffered like, enough. I'm ready to move on. Look at all the teams I root for: Mets, Jets, Knicks, Rangers. I haven't seen a championship in my life. <laughs> I think I deserve to see one one championship that I've been for. You know what I mean? Oh my god, absolutely. I could. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I got lucky, but 
Yeah, dude. Ah, but the Mets were so it's so it's brutal because the Mets were so close. Oh my god. How do you lose a game when Conforto hits two home runs at home? Oh my god. <laughs> we got to come back this Don't year. That's what we got to do. Just come back this year and we got to win it all. Got to have faith. You got to believe. I mean, I to me, I don't think we're going to win it all, but the trade with Jordan Yamamoto just it just makes us so much more of a depth. It's such a depth move, and it's a great move in case somebody gets hurt, or maybe Carrasco isn't the guy, in, in, you know, or maybe even Peterson falls off, or whoever's in the starting rotation that just isn't cutting it. And Yamamoto is such a great pace to hold down there at the end of your forty-man roster, and you might even be on the, you know, you might even be on the MLB roster come opening day. But someone that you know could win uh, in the big bigs like like he has. Uh, I'm pretty pumped for that. And we gave up literally chips for him. So yeah, I, it's, it's, it was an awesome move. Yeah, it was a straight-up pro, uh, prospect for him. It's straight-up one-for-one. and Which uh, is rare. Which is yeah, rare. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm surprised the Marlins gave up on him. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. he's only played two years. And he's been uh, – when did he come up? He came up in 2019. Yeah. Uh, he went 4-5 and five his first year. Then last year he went 0-1 with like an 18 ERA. Uh, did he get hurt last year? I'm not sure. He might have been uh, back and forth on the IL. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he was another guy. That, he was involved in the uh, in the in the rebuild that they did over there, getting rid of all their outfielders. You know, Lewis Brinson and him were and were the two guys that were like, oh, we're gonna rebuild the Marlins, right? Lewis yeah. Brinson sucks, <laughs> and then they just traded Alcantara. I mean, Alcantara, Yamamoto. You know. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird, especially because the Marlins made the playoffs last year. You know. Yep. Yeah. No, but I don't know how sustainable that is. You know, they're a young team. They only played 60 games. So, I don't know if they You're can right. sustain that. Just like so, the Orioles. The Orioles surprised us a lot last year. Yep. Yeah, so. Who is currently, who's currently the Mets' best hitter? Jeff McNeil. Jeff McNeil, yeah. Average-wise, it's McNeil. But I think Conforto's up there, too. Uh, dude, it could, yeah. If Conforto connects on a changeup down in, goodbye, dude. Forget I mean, Lindor's I, in the mix, too. Yeah, Lindor's are, in the mix. Aren't the Mets going to bring in Marwin Gonzalez? <laughs> no, what? Ooh, we don't need Marwin Gonzalez. There. <laughs> I, I, I literally, I literally just typed in Mets on Google, <laughs> and the first thing that comes up, Mets have expressed interest I, in Marwin I, Gonzalez. Marwin Gonzalez, he like, he, he's like, he's a guy that could play every position, but like, yeah. what is he about? Like two fifty, two twenty? Like the yeah, bio, it literally says utility player. They don't even. Yeah, utility position. player. Yeah, I mean, since we missed out on Kike Hernandez, I would take uh, yeah. Gonzalez as a bench piece. We still need Jackie Bradley Jr. What are we waiting for, man? Jackie Bradley Jr. No, you want Marwin. You three, I don't want Marwin. Doubles, 90 RBIs. You know what? You know what, bud? He's better than Brandon Nimmo, so honestly, put him in center field. He's better than Brandon Nimmo. <laughs> Brandon Nimmo. No, but, but going back to the oh, so, yeah. Yamamoto move, I think this takes us out of the race for Bauer. Yes, it takes us out of Bauer. Bauer's gone. Because, yeah. like we said last episode, he wants to get paid more than DeGrom, and he's not going to be better than DeGrom, so it makes no sense to pay him that much money. To be, exactly. To be worse than the Gronk. So no. and all the yeah, and all the Mets fans are saying, "Go get him! This is retarded." It's no. not. It's literally not. It's a logical move. Yep. For once, we're not putting our money where our mouth is, like we did with Jason freaking Bay and Johan Santana. Even though you guys are no hitter, what did he achieve for us? Right? Yeah. Nothing. We finally have a chance to win games and win a championship, and we're gonna put the right pieces out in the field. Yep. Yeah. And that's what they're doing, and I like that. I like that as a Met fan. Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, they're spending smart. They're trading smart, and it's just a it's a great philosophy to have since you know what we've been through in the past uh, you know twenty plus years with the Will. Yeah, and Andy Martinos came out and said that the Mets are looking to start JD Davis every day at third base, which I love that. Yep. I love that a lot. That's where he needs to be. JD Davis needs to play every single day. He yep. needs to be an everyday player because that bat is just too good. His bat is really good. I, I just 100%. looked at this trade. You could trade minor league players for major league players. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like trading sport. draft picks. It's like trading draft picks for Jared Goff. It's like the comparison. You just you just offer your entire practice squad basically. That's sick. Yeah, but our practice squad was—I mean, no—we we offer good prospects for. Uh, what you you gave uh, Federico Polanco. Oh, I thought you were talking about Lindor trade. Oh, yeah. I don't even know who that is. And I'm a Met fan. Yeah. I couldn't tell you who Absolute Federico Polanco steal. is. Steel. Steel, yeah. It's almost like they called up. They called the Marlins. They're like, hey, we want uh, we, we want Jordan Yamamoto. Okay, who are you willing to give us? This guy, Federico. Sounds good. Okay. And that's it. It's, it's like a five-minute conversation. No, what position does he play? We don't know. Wait, we'll get back to you. The 
the Mets luck, he's gonna turn into the next Babe Ruth. Yeah, he's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> just like, uh, yeah. What's his name uh, in Seattle? Uh, oh, Klenick. Yeah, Klenick. Yeah. It still bothers me that we. Yeah, dude, we gave up more for Edwin B Blow Save Diaz than we did for Francisco Lindor. That's nuts. Yeah, it, 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 just, show, it just shows the, the difference of a GM and an, a competent owner can do for a team in, in, in decision-making. Yeah, the, the, the Mariners did to the Mets what the Mets just did to the Marlins, essentially. Yeah, they, they're like, if yeah. Yamamoto could win 18, like tw yeah. 12 to 15 games like he was supposed to. Yeah, yeah so... Well, uh, no, it, Another awesomely. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, it's great not having an agent as a GM. Ah, oh, it's fucking genius, right? Yeah, because oh my god, dude, don't get me started, dude. Fucking Jed Lowry, bum. He didn't bum. play a single. He played maybe two innings. Anthony Swarzak sucked. <laughs> yeah, I hate Anthony Swarzak. Um, but talking about well-run organizations, the Cardinals just absolutely fleeced the Rockies trading for Arenado. Yeah. They didn't even give up a top five prospect for him. And on top of that, they're paying the Rockies. No, the Rockies are paying the Cardinals $50 million of his contract. Like, what? It's insane. I, well, I, go, ahead. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. No, I was, I was going to say, um, I think that's just a product of, of the market today in baseball. That would, like the, a lot of the owners lost a lot of money, so now they can't pay a lot of the players. So... Right. The teams with money are now taking advantage and, and bringing these players on because they have the money. So and I, don't, I don't think that's good for the sport. I mean, it's funny that you say well-run organizations, but right now aren't the Mets getting, like, the most heat for Mickey Callaway right now? I mean, yeah, I know he's with the Angels, but... but yeah, but that's not a Mets problem. That's a baseball problem. It's something systemic in the, you know, in the world of baseball. Not even just baseball, sports in general. If we were, you know what I mean? Like, women deserve to be in sports, and some women reporters are a lot better than Mets reporters, you know? Mm -hmm. Josina Anderson is awesome at her job, you know? Just like, just to name somebody, right? Yeah, I know, but I'm saying. Kay, Kay Adams, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah. So it's not she, a Mets she, problem. She, she, yeah, I'm sure it, there are other women but it's that. Still, are, it's still how the organization is run. You're looking at the front office. You're, who is like, who's hiring these guys? Who's who's not looking into Mickey Calloway's background? Who's not. The Wilpons. As who was there before before Steve Cohen. Steve, Steve Cohen owns the Mets, and he's gone through three shit shows, okay? Jared Porter, GameStop stock, and now he's got to deal with the previous things with Sandy Alderson and Mickey Callaway. Like, he has no idea what's going on, and he just got here. No, but, yeah, but like you said, Callaway's not our problem. Like, I know no, it's not it. our problem. He did it within... When he, he did it with over organizations, too, which is, yeah. which is key. He's done it not just with the Mets. Throughout, this guy's mm -hmm. sick in the head and shouldn't have a job. That's just, you know, that, that's just oh, fair. Yeah. And the fact that the um, the Angels just suspended him just shows how fucked up they are because they let one of their pitchers too OD on drugs. But when you like, suspend them, aren't they still technically part of the organization? Yeah, there's no. They, they didn't fire him. They just suspended. How do you not fire him? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I think they're no, I'll say this. I'll say this. I mean, yeah, he deserved because uh, he because he denied it, right? Yeah, so since so, he uh, denied uh, it, the uh, MLB just, was allowed just, to investigate. Just, yeah, yeah, he denied it. So they're allowed to investigate. So I guess that's why they suspended him. But I feel like there's yeah. no consistency here. I think in like other cases, actually the NFL and the MLB, I guess, are pretty different. But it's still just, they did this, see ya. There's yeah. Like, no one, like Kareem Hunt, like the investigation literally just started with Kansas City. Like, with, when and they they had already caught him. Before, before the video yeah. was leaked, they caught him. Yeah, mm-hmm. So I, I, and then you I, saw I the video, yeah. I mean, I understand. Okay, he denies it, so like, uh, I'm not taking anyone's side to devil's advocate. If he was innocent, you don't want to just fire a guy who is innocent and right. he didn't do that. So I mean, I guess I could see why he's getting suspended, but I, I would just but, I mean consistency throughout sports. Yeah, yeah I I agree with you, especially in the NFL. But, like, it's brutal because these guys are just athletes, you know? And there's no one else that's better than them to do their job. So mm -hmm. these guys are always going to – besides, I think Ray Rice is the only outlier that hasn't made a comeback, in, in at least in the NFL, you know, that ha that's had something really bad. Well, ha like, you know, I'll say that – Like being an idiot. I'll say that I think uh, if Kansas City uh, – I just lost my thought. But uh, with Kareem Hunt, Kansas City? Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, 
with when Kareem Hunt got lost, when they they immediately cut him, didn't seem like they were struggling very much. Were they? No, they weren't. No. So I mean, they were totally you fine. Say that they're the best in their position, and like you just don't want to get rid of them. But Kareem Kareem Hunt had a great year at the Chiefs, and to the curb. See ya. Yeah, it was now, his fault. And, and, and now look at the Browns. The Browns yeah. have the best one, and it doesn't like. Everything just gets dropped. Those cases just get dropped, and he's immediately People forget. by another team. And, okay, back yeah. to play football. And now the Browns have the best one-two punch in football, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, they do. They definitely do. I don't I don't think it's – there's all these allegations and these crimes that I, I think that they are serious. But, like, are they are they serious? Okay, just suspended two games, right? After that, yep, no problem. Like, right back. I mean, the only one that seems to be facing severe punishment is Josh Gordon. Yeah, and he's just smoking pot. <laughs> Which is, isn't it legal in Seattle? Like, what's going on, man? <laughs> he's not doing I mean, anything I, else, at least to our knowledge. And I would I love him back on the Seahawks. I guess it's just bigger than me. And it's bigger than just sports talk in general. And I guess it's still business and they want to make money. But I think it's just I, baseball I, I, putting, stopping their foot down, step putting their foot down and, and trying to like cancel what, like the culture. You know what I mean? It's just, everything seems to be a slap on the wrist. It's yeah. like, oh, I, I can really agree. Oh. If I ran these organizations, I, I would cut everybody. Or if I even, if I was Goodell, like cream hunt wouldn't be allowed to play football ever again. Kareem Hart, Greg Hardy, all these guys, Chad Wheeler, never allowed to touch, step on the field again. Yeah, it's wait, a mistake. Kareem Hunt did basically the same thing as Ray Rice. Yeah, and to me, <laughs> Ray Rice is the only guy that, from one of these allegations, that never played football again. Everyone was like, no, we can't have him on the team. Ray Rice even said he would play for free for a chance I again. Remember that. And I everybody remember said that. no. But Kareem Hunt's like, okay, I'm good. Oh, Brown, come on down, baby. Let's go, right? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, that was also when the Browns organization was continued to be ran by clowns. And Even like, Greg and, Hardy. Greg Hardy did it more than once. And the Cowboys were like, yeah, come on back. Come on back. Come on back. The Panthers, you know, well, come on. As a requirement for the Cowboys to be on their team, you have to have at least three convictions of felony. That's on, right. On your record. Yeah. Then you could be a Cowboy. <laughs> Zeke Elliott, too. Yeah. Another player oh that God. hasn't yeah, come Zeke? back yet. Oh, Four-game suspension. Another player that hasn't come back in is Darius Geis. He he also like hasn't gotten a shot again. Oh, you're right. Season. Yeah, Darius Geis. Well, all, his leg is also blown to smithereens, so he can't. He just probably can't walk anyway. Yeah, but he had. I, I'm not saying like because you know Ray Rice didn't get a chance, but all these other guys got a chance. So this, like you said, it has to be a lot, a lot more consistency, and I think there has to be like a secured punishment. You know. It's, for these, for these yeah. types of cases, because even Todd Gurley at college, Todd Gurley was accused of, of of misconduct in college, and he was that dropped him around in the draft. Yeah, oh, yeah. and that yeah, there has to be more consistency, and um, there has to be a punishment in place because you can't have one guy playing, one guy not playing. It just exactly, it's, just, it's it's horrible. And what makes it look even worse is that there's video for both Ray Rice and Kareem Hunt. There's literally, you can see both it, it, actions taking place. It's basically the same crime. Literally the same thing. You cannot differentiate it at all. And yet Kareem Hunt it was playing in the playoffs and Ray Rice was sitting at home. Yeah, it's it, just... It, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. I, I completely agree that there's, there's got to be some sort you know, of a, a fine I, line. I honestly think it's part of the business. It's like, yeah, because we, we we're, we're here to the, make The, the make superstar's got to be on the field. Mm-hmm. It can't be like that. There has to be a change. You have to exactly you have to put your foot down and say this is not this is not right. We can't behave like yep. this. You have to be you want you have to be role models. You have to be uh, you know people look up to you. You can't be doing these things. Yep. Like you think when AB suited up for the first time with Tampa Bay. Fuck AB. I completely forgot run. about all the crackheads run. we were talking about. I forgot about AB. When AB suited up for the first time with Tampa Bay. Anyone that was watching Red Zone has every game. Do you think they're like, oh my god, this, uh, there has to be at least a couple thousand people that are like, oh shit, this is AB's first game back. I want to see what that clown's up to. Turns on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Instantly you're watching the Buccaneers, and now that's part of the business. Maybe it was to sell tickets, maybe it's to not. I mean, I honestly, I, is he still under investigation? or? I don't know, but like, he had the police called to his house, and he had his... What baby mama arrested? Like you remember that? It was all over Twitter. 
And Antonio Brown, and he was yelling at the police. He's he's messed up. You know, he, he has some... And he put... Wait, he posted the video, not somebody else. He did it himself. Like, like come on. Oh, yeah, no, my he, God. He, he definitely has issues, and I... He I has CTE. Active player has CTE. Definitely. Uh, it's... He, he better donate, like, like, his brain to be studied at some point, because... I, and then when they find out he has CTE, they're going to be like, oh, shit. Or, or they're going to play dumb and be like, oh, man, we thought he was just making dumb decisions. As soon as Vontez Perfect murdered him, he hasn't been yeah. the same since. He hasn't day. been the same since. Yeah. That's funny that you say that because when I think of when, when, when we grew up watching the Steelers, Antonio Brown was the best receiver in football, taken in the late rounds, and he was just a prolific athlete. Now mm-hmm. we see him as a messed up lunatic that can't 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 keep his head straight it, and loud mouths, which he sad. never did. Which he never did. The worst thing he did in Pittsburgh was kick Kevin Huber in the face when he returned the punt, mm-hmm. and that was pretty <laughs> sick. Yeah, that was awesome. But um, in other news, uh which was released 37 minutes ago from the NFL, concussions are down 5%. That's a lie. <laughs> the bullshit meter's going off. Yeah, right. I mean, who, who they I mean like, you could say that, but how just, do you... They probably just studied, like, all 32 starting place kickers. I'm like, oh, your, your brain's cool. John Walford, Exhibit A. <laughs> like, I, uh, Patrick Mahomes. We watched two. We watched two in the playoffs. Like, I don't get how you could say concussions are going down. What are you adding? Extra cushioning in the helmet? You know, you can't say that these rules that you've implemented. Maybe the rules have done a little bit to help. But what I would like to see in the NFL, which college does, is the targeting rule. Even though it's a little, it could be iffy on what is perceived to be targeting. Mm -hmm. That would do more than just saying, oh, here's a 15-yard penalty, you know. And you you get one more before you get disqualified. If you let players know right away that that they're gone for the game, Less impact hits like that will be seen in the game. So I don't understand why something like that rule isn't in football, in the NFL. It's in college football. I I think something like that should literally be, like, reviewed by a jury. Like, a a game-time jury when, like, oh, we're sending the footage to New York for them to review it. There's just, like, like five high, like, honest NFL executives and majority, yeah, that's targeting, get them out of the game. Yeah, the left side back judge shouldn't be throwing a flag 50 yards away. Like, oh, that's targeting. Like, how do you know? You weren't even looking. You just yeah. see a guy on the ground. Oh, that's a flag. The guy that was looking for neutral zone infractions is, yeah. out, there, is oh, out there. The, hat, the hat came off. He throws the hat. It's the third flag he has. You know, like, no, you're right. Maybe Dan Graziano should be calling it in from Fox. And who's the other guy? Uh, Dean Blandino. Oh, God, he oh, needs to shut the, up. We're sending the footage to Dean Blandino. And, like, while the footage is getting there, the ref's like, the receiver did not have possession of the ball. And then it goes to Dean Blandino. He's like, yeah, I don't think yeah. he had possession of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, oh. thanks for your input, Dean Blandino. Him and uh, <laughs> Carey. It wasn't Mike Carey. Mike Pereira. Like yeah, him and Mike Pereira just look upset whenever they do their job. Gene Serator is the GOAT, and we all know that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there definitely should be some kind of – it could be because <laughs> they go to they go to or so wherever the NFL headquarters is, you know, in terms of replay when it's something big. <laughs> Why can't you do it for something like that? I'm, I'm not laughing at, like, concussions and targeting and everything. I'm just laughing because, like, this whole idea, then when um, Dak Prescott broke his leg, broke his ankle. Oh, oh yeah. And, oh, and Tony Romo was like, it's, oh, yeah, get back out there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> his leg is out of his socket, bro. <laughs> his, his foot did a full 180 and was pointing. It was pointing south. Did a full 180. <laughs> his foot's pointing south, and Tony Romo was like, "Let's hope it's a cramp, people." Yeah, a let's cramp. Really hope a, it's a cramp. cramp. I'll never a forget cramp. that. I've had cramps. I've had shin splints. None of them have looked like that. But when Dak Prescott looked at his leg, he literally was moving his arms like, "Come here, come here." This totally isn't good. You saw the way the Giants players reacted. I think somebody almost vomited on the field. Like it, it was oh. disgusting. Watching that on the TV, I knew that. And Tony was getting paid millions. I was uh, logger. 
going off that, is is Dak Prescott going to be good this year? I don't know. Ugh. I mean, Dude. do the court, do the Cowboys even take him back? Do they pay him? I don't know. I think this whole Stafford trade, Stafford Goff trade, is just a it's just a, tr- a ripple effect of what now could possibly happen with the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You see, what Sta- if Stafford is worth two first round picks, what the hell is Dak worth? You know what I mean? Even though he broke his ankle. That horrific yeah, well, injury. Dak's technically a free agent because he got a franchise tag. Right, so you sign him to a deal, and then you just move him, just like the Rams moved Jared Goff. If I'm Jerry Jones, I'm doing the same exact thing. You saw yeah, no, people are but, willing to take on those contracts for a solid quarterback. But to move to to re-sign him, what, you want, are you saying franchise tag him again or sign him to a mega deal? No, you sign him to that de- a deal that he wants, and then you move, and then you trade him. It's exactly, essentially, it's what the Rams I, 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 did in a year. I don't, I don't, I don't see the efficiency of that, though. But the Rams just did it. That's what I'm because saying. The Rams did what we're talking about, but it took them a year to do it. So you could trade Dak in a year. Jared Goff played like shit this year. We all know that. None of us are saying he didn't. Yet, mm-hmm. they got two first-round picks for him. Uh, I don't think or I to take him on, not for him to take him on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. But because it's, it's, he's a free agent. So say they don't franchise tag him. Dak will give you four years, forty-six mil. Which he is still bonkers. Has to accept that because he's a because he's a free agent. So he no, yeah, this all this same, is all on Dak signing. Yeah, he can get this. Yeah, he can get the same offer from Swaggy Naggy and the Bears. And right, Vic, it's but I don't see why the Cowboys would trade him. If you trade him, like, I say you, the Cowboys trade you, him so they can him, get. If you sign him, then trade him right away. They are literally burning every possible bridge with the. No player's gonna want to play for them. No play, and they're like, "Hey, look what they just did with this star quarterback. They signed him to a mega deal just to trade him. I don't want to play there." Well, that's what the Rams did too. They gave Goff a year on that mega deal, and they said, "See ya. We don't need you anymore. We don't want you. You're you're not working out." You know. Uh, I I don't see your. He'll at least play a year with them on that mega deal. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Play a year oh, and then like. Yo, I was really interpreting that. Like, him. Okay. You think I'm saying to... sign him and then the next day you ship him off? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> That's a even. I think even Jerry Jones. That's what I said because of all time. <laughs> stonk, stonk, stonk. Like Jerry Goff threw 20 touchdowns and 30 picks this year. Dog shit, right? Compared to his Super Bowl mm. year where he threw 32 touchdowns, right? So Jerkoff played like shit, but he's getting paid a shit ton of money. So people know that if you take on a bad contract, but you're getting somewhat of a valuable or salvageable quarterback, they'll take him. Mm-hmm. Think about who's, who's going to be a shit team a year from now. Maybe the Giants take him on. Who knows? Daniel Jones, to me, sucks. But like we, we don't know who's going to be in the market for a quarterback a year from now. A year from now. Maybe, the, maybe Washington doesn't even take a quarterback, and then they'll, they'll be in the market for, for Dak. I have a feeling Carolina. Maybe the Steelers won. Carolina, Carolina. Carolina, yeah. I think I think they ride out Teddy B for another year. And then because, now, what does Watson get if Jared Goff was two first round picks? Yep. Exactly. Or Stafford was two first round picks? Yeah, but no. But that's the thing. Uh, it's like the, the points of how much that's worth. Those first round picks weren't even this year because they didn't have one this year. That those first round picks were twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. But think about it. the Jets this year. Second overall pick is maybe worth just about more. equal, is or worth more to that. So it kind of all equals itself out. Just depend. It's, it's all about like right. placement and where it's located and when it's located. Because people, and, that's the thing. People want picks now. Uh, I was talking to my dad about this the other day. Do you, is there a rule for how far ahead you could trade your picks? No, the, the, like, only, the only sport like, that has Tom, a rule is the NBA. Can I be like, Tom, I'm going to give you my first rounder in 2031. Can I do that? I don't think, I don't think that far. Maybe maybe like five to six years in advance, I, I think. I don't think you could do like ten years. Because I, I think you're allowed to. It's just nobody wants that. Why would I want that pick in ten years? Well, Because if you do that, you're betting that the team's going to be bad in ten years. Like you could, Right. Which which is possible because you, you never know what's going to happen you know, two yeah, years Yeah, you could be on now. the Jets and just be bad and all the time. <laughs> That's true. But you know, going back to uh, Watson, I think it's just the it'll be the volume of picks for him. Not I don't think it matters like the like how many you're gonna spot. get back in return. So like let's just like we 
they got two two uh two first round picks for Goff. So if I was a Texas, I would ask for like four first round picks because that's how good Watson is, and that's that's the value. Yeah, but yeah, because Goff Watson is all, shit. But, yeah. but I, Watson I, has I, a bigger contract than Goff does. Yeah, it, they'll ask for that. They will, but they're not gonna get it. Watson holds all the leverage. The only way they get that is if they trade Watson with Tunsil to me, because they need to clear cap. T- no fast. way, no way. They trading Tunsil. Especially, I would trade Tonto to clear why, cap. That's why I don't see I don't see uh, Watson going to the Dolphins because uh, let's say the Dolphins have what the fourth pick is it the third pick fourth fourth pick Dolphins have the fourth pick, right? I don't I don't yeah. see the the Texans going because then they're basically just saying hey we're horrible can we have our pick back please and then here and here's a star quarterback while you give us our pick back I don't I don't. I think they have too much pride, and they're gonna feel like shit if they go to the team that that put them in this position originally. But if you trade Tunsil and they get the picks, they could take the left tackle. You know what I mean? It's a cheaper alternative. You're a, I think you already paid Tunsil now, but they did but, pay Tunsil. Saying it yes, clears yes, the cap, did. it gets they, them they, off the books. But st- you're clearing cap anyway by saying goodnight to Deshaun Watson. And, right, but oh, when you're getting rid of Tunsil. You, it just your whole. It's like you're clean slate. So There's are nobody you, are you, are you, on. The, are you saying the Texans are going full tank? I would go full tank on the Texans. If your star quarterback doesn't want to play there anymore, everyone else is all on the table. That's just right, me. Right, That's right, how right. I'd be running things. Assume Watson, everyone but Zach Cunningham over there should be on the table. Assume Watson just gets traded for picks. Nothing but picks. No players. Just uh, here's three first rounders from whoever. Yeah. So if he. Who's going to be their quarterback next year? They draft one. Are they? Dra- That's the whole point. They have to draft one with those picks. Yeah. And you're telling me if you trade Laramie Tunsil with those picks, you're not even going to protect your brand new quarterback. With possibly <laughs> That's what you draft the other left tackle for. With a top five left tackle in league, you, you, it's like the two and a hand one in the bush. Uh, one and a hand, two in the bush. Do you go for the risk in the bush, or you already have what what's there? You're you're not taking a chance. That's that's why I want the Jets to take Watson. Why take a risk on uh, a rookie quarterback when you already have someone in the league that's established and someone that's uh, that's a great quarterback? Like oh, right. but don't oh, worry. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. Zach Wilson out of BYU. BYU. Teams. Yeah, he, he lost to Coastal Carolina. He shouldn't be a top five pick. He lost. Oh, he, he lost to the fucking mullets over there. No, but but the thing with the Jets is, do you want to give up like four to five first round picks for a quarterback when we already have one that is developing? The, yeah, the, and, and, and Darnold is gone. <laughs> but that's a solid point. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm with Chris on that one, but I'm not a Jet fan, so obviously my opinion might not matter to you guys. But as a football fan and someone who enjoys the game, Darnold has been given dog shit weapons around him his entire career. There, you can't argue once that he was given solid solid weapons. You Bobby put Anderson give him option. Good. The king. Yeah, and you should have kept him. Yeah, no, Joe Douglas, Douglas even admitted he messed up. He's like, like Crow- yeah, Crowder's not bad. We had Robbie here. Crowder's, yeah. Crowder's good. Crowder's, Crowder's not bad. Stayed. Chris Herndon is either always suspended or hurt, you know? Ugh. And but also, got, and that's, that's it. Gase doesn't know how to use tight ends. He exactly. Like his last, his, his coaches have been dog shit. You give him a solid coach. You bring in somebody that's that might know what he's doing in terms of, uh, which we call which we call his brother, fucking. Um, Shanahan. Kyle, Kyle no, Shanahan. not Shanahan. I mean, it's uh, uh, the kid from Green Bay, uh, Lafleur. Lafleur's yeah. brother. Okay, so now you got, yeah, so you got someone that knows what they're talking about on offense. You give Donald a chance. You spend weapons. Go get Kenny Galladay. Go get other guys who know how to ball. Draft oh, Devonta no, no Smith. No way is Galladay staying in Detroit anymore. Oh, he <laughs> see ya, him, Marvin Jones. <laughs> see you later. We don't want to be here anymore. Goff's throwing me the ball. <laughs> Well, I'm packing up my locker. I'll see you later. I'm sure Galladay was healthy last year. He's like, I'm not fucking playing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like hey, we're on the Lions. Yeah, yeah, my back hurts this morning, you know? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the Lions are going to continue to be bad. I think the yeah. Lions are in some trouble. But, you know, give Donald a chance. Draft, Like I said, draft Devonta Smith. Draft, sign Kelly Galladay or any of the plethora of receivers that are out there. And you have a established offense. You know, we, I, I, the three of us know that Donald and Crowner had the connection, right? When they're playing together healthy, yeah, when, when, Donald when Donald's not, likes... When Donald's not throwing to the other team, they have, he has a connection. Yeah. Okay, well, Washington's thrown picks, too. Not obviously as many as, as, as Donald, but Washington's had his fair but share of bad you, games. Do you see, as, as a Jets fan, 
we had the 32nd ranked quarterback in the league. 32. I'm with you. Yeah. But he didn't play every game either. Yeah, he was hurt. Joe Flacco was throwing he foot missed, punch what, for he you missed, all. What, four arm punch. Four games? He hasn't been, he hasn't played a, a full season since he's been drafted, okay. is that correct? Alright, so let's get let's give him four wins on the dub. Those four wins. You're still not getting what you want out of the, I've seen everyone's seen enough of Darnold. Right. Now but, you, but, but no, but look what yeah, Watson yeah. did with, with no weapons. He had four Exactly wins. I was literally about to say that. You look at the wins that Watson has now, and you look at the wins that Donald has now. What does Watson you give you? You're just helping my point saying that Watson no, we're is not, a star. No, he just had four wins last year with dog shit weapons. The same, the probably worse weapons than what Donald has now. Look, look yeah. at his numbers. Look at he, his yards. He was the best player, and they still had four wins. It, it, That's what I'm saying. So just because you have a guy that can throw the ball and have great numbers, does that mean your team's gonna win games? Can, can, can we agree that Watson just had the worst season of his career? Aside from his the ACL, worst season of his season? career, Watson. Yeah. yeah. He had one of the best years of his career. What do you mean? Okay, that's fine. But still, the team had the worst season of their career. Watson. You, if if Watson put those numbers on the Jets, he would have shattered every quarterback record the Jets have had. That's great, history. but how many wins is that going to give you? That's what we're saying. Exactly. You're, you're like blinded by the fact that you can have Deshaun Watson. We're not saying Deshaun Watson's a great option, but you trade those picks, and then now you have uh, half of your cap to Deshaun Watson. Now you, 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 your significant ability to sign players isn't there. You ha you keep Donald, and you literally could do whatever you want. Exactly. That's what we're saying. And Watson, without a big weapon like DeAndre Hopkins, did, a did great numbers. He was able to spread the ball, but the team did not win games, and that's have what you seen, need to do. Have you seen one free agent wide receiver do anything? Go, Sam Darnold need to play with that guy. Jamison Crowder did. When? Le'Veon Bell said he wanted to play. Le'Veon Bell did. Le'Veon Bell They don't want to play with Gase. Le'Veon Bell He did suck. The, he, he totally sucks. Jets and he sucks with the Chiefs. <laughs> he doesn't even know how to hold the football. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you bring in a big name like that and you have the head coach that everyone wants to play for. You don't have to worry about those huge – and if we do that, we could still pay someone big. We still have enough money aside that we could pay Allen Robinson. You pay Allen Ro – uh, you get Watson. You pay Watson. You bring in Allen Robinson. You pay him a, 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 a beefy contract. Then you still have enough money to keep Crowder, who's on contract. And even if yeah. you want, you could bring in, like, someone smaller, like, like a Curtis Samuel, who's a free agent. You still have all that money still. It's still there. And you'll still have enough money to sign – all your rookie draft class when the Jets have like 11 picks. Yeah, but you can't keep building through free agency. You have to develop some of these players and, and build a, a, a Why? Core Where's that written? Play. Where's that a rule? It's just smart <laughs> football. It's smart management. I mean, I hate draft picks. That's just me. Look at look but... at the rookies on the Bucks. They have two. They have their safety and they have their, their right tackle. They built everything through free agency and just whoever's on a contract already. They're at the Super Bowl. No, but they were ready and, to win now. That's why they went to free agency. But look how yeah. many years they were bad before this. Literally, they were, bad. They were dogs. Was bad. They, they were mediocre. Evans, they but James had great numbers. Can we? I think we all could agree that James had great numbers while in his Dude, tenure. Thirty with. touchdowns, thirty interceptions. I'm down with that. Yeah, I mean, if you throw thirty touchdowns in an NFL season, you're, I mean, you're pretty I'll be good. So honest, if James Winston went to the Jets, I mean, the Saints are going to resign him. I know that. But if they, if he went to the Jets, I think I'd be then I'd be okay with keeping Darnold. Let the two compete. That's not a bad I, option. No, either. here, no, here. I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't mind having Darnold, but make him fight for the job. Bring in somebody. I don't. I don't That's really exactly yes. He needs to be pushed. He needs to be pushed. Light the fire Russell under his ass. Yes, yes, Vinny. Yes, yes. I'm, yes. I, I'm okay with that, but I don't want them to be like, okay, uh, draft is in two days. Sam Darnold's our starter for 2021, hands down. <laughs> I would be Great. fucking pissed. <laughs> and as we're talking about this, Deshaun Watson has said uh, that he doesn't have the Jets on the top of his list, but uh, but he's welcome to all teams. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what, what talks are saying that he's going to be coming here or where that's coming from, but obviously Watson is looking for the Jets. You know, that, that, shit I, that, uh, that I just I, I ignore. I, I, I look practicality. The Jets have the cap space, they have the trade picks. So they, it's, they it's reasonable. It's reasonable to get him. Exactly. It's reasonable. And, no. you know, I, ju I just want to win some fucking games. Please. Exactly, but we're not going to win 
with no assets and no weapons <laughs> around and, and, and a, a good quarterback. We're not going to win with Sam Darnold throwing four interceptions a game! <laughs> I'd rather have Darnold with assets and weapons than just Deshaun Watson with no line and no weapons and have like... Running around with like a chicken with no head. It's going to be the same exact situation that he had in Houston. It's, it's not going to yeah, improve. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Chris. You know, it's just not going to improve. Yep. He also had a head coaching change in Houston, so he's playing with two coaches. And the coach in the second half of the year did so much better. Was that Romeo Cornell? I feel like he always gets thrown in situations like this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel oh bad for God. that. I just, and then I'm, something I, else that popped up but, that I saw. But I, I'll tell you, I think it depends a lot on um, Mike LaFleur, who's the offensive coordinator, and Salah. I think I know Joe Douglas is he's the one managing the team, he's taking over. But I think if both of them go to Joe Douglas and like we think we want to move on from Darnold, I think Joe Douglas is gonna be like, let's do it. Because it's Douglas not his is, guy. That's not, not his, his guy. guy. Exactly. Not his guy. He wants somebody that he can he I'm that the he brought I, I in brought, he brought, brought in Watson. Him, exactly. Thank or he brought in Kyle him. Trask, whatever it could be. We're not talking about Trash right now. It's either Darnold or Watson. Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't want Kyle Trash or or Zach Wilson. I'm okay with Zach. I, I don't want Fields. I don't want Fields. No, Justin Fields. He looks like a frog. He's gonna suck. He looks like a frog. Is that why he's gonna suck? Because he looks like a frog, <laughs> or he just sucks and he looks like a frog? He sucks and he looks like he's he's a frog. Yeah, that's. A good, uh, I saw something popped up on the Twitter, and I thought this was interesting. That the Raiders would be interested in trading Derek Carr for Deshaun Watson. Uh, I like that both players have ridiculous contracts, so I think both in terms of money would work Derek out. Derek Carr ridiculous. Co- I actually don't know Derek Carr's contract. Yeah, at one point he was the highest paid quarterback in football until Jared Goff came around and went to the Super Bowl by mistake. Was he so, good? Yeah, I think in sequential order it went Stafford, then Matt Ryan, and then um, Derek Carr, if I'm not mistaken. Derek Carr's the guy in Plymouth. I don't mean to put everything back to the Jets, but he's like the guy. I'd be like, okay, bringing in with Darnold, like let them. Because he he, he complete he he could win games and he completes his, a percent of passes at exactly. a high rate. He, but he's he, never he was never given a great defense, and that's why his teams are always struggle. Like they do every year. The the Raiders are with or without John Gruden are so good at going six and two and finishing eight and eight. It's amazing. Holy shit! Five years, one hundred twenty five million for Derek yeah. Carr. You you were lying. The, no, there was like a span of two months where he was the highest paid quarterback, and then Jared Goff's like, oh, let me go to the Super Bowl on, on a pass interference call that wasn't called, and then he Jared Goff became the highest paid quarterback in football. It's like the Joe Flacco effect. If you go to the Super Bowl, you have to get paid big bucks. Remember when Kirk Cousins broke the league because he he kept re- requesting guaranteed money. And now every quarterback requests guaranteed money. <laughs> uh, he kept getting tagged. Kept getting franchise tagged. Don't know why. Which he never. Guaranteed. Not not the brightest, but yeah. But everybody wants Minnesota's, money. Minnesota's gonna ride Kirk Cousins another year. They'll, they'll... They have to. Dude, mm-hmm. like, he looked really on point with Justin Jefferson. So all the jokes we make about Kirk Cousins, he looked pretty, and he always had that connection with Adam Thielen. So the fact that, and I don't know about you guys, I love Irv Smith. So just to, he reminds me of Vizante Shanko, who was legendary with Brett Favre. So just adding, you know, just having him there, that offense looked really good. But the defense, yeah. you, which is usually really good under Mike Zimmer, sucked. Irv Smith, Irv Smith, literally the best, the best Minnesota Viking to ever wear eighty four. Don't at me, Randy Moss. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. Don't do that to the crowd. Yeah, look at Joe Buck. <laughs> uh, that is all the time we have today, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pisons and Pylons Podcast on Anchor. Feel free to listen to us on any other platform. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Pisons and Pylons Podcast. One word. Be sure to follow us. Hit those like buttons. Hit the subscribe buttons. Hit all the buttons. Love us. We'll see you next time. Yeah! Let's go!